Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. and conspiracy theories. Because of Ben Gutierrez's report, there's a lot of bad information to keep up with. Do not rely on people who fancy themselves as influencers. Governor Josh Green blasted social media posts that he and others say are spreading misinformation about the Lahaina wildfire, such as how it started, that's still under investigation, and that federal agencies can't be trusted. You have people who are predators on social media. We know that for a fact. You have people who want to spread negativity. Like this post claiming FEMA was confiscating shipping containers with supplies. FEMA has its own social media and says it's actually just coordinating with relief agencies. Another post tries to debunk a rumor that people who apply for assistance could get their property confiscated by the feds. After a crisis like this, trust in government, I think, really does suffer. Um, and the only way to overcome that is for our public officials to deliver consistent messages, to deliver high-quality services as quickly as possible. It wasn't the government doing an inside job, trying to take out Kanaka. It wasn't a space laser or something like that. It's just a horrible tragedy. Hoku award-winning rapper and recording artist Thomas Iannucci took to his Instagram, pleading with people to stop spreading misinformation. I mean, it's, of course, it's hard already to find the correct info, but it's getting hard to find almost any info because it's so... Right, you go on TikTok, you look up the Maui fires or Lahaina and that stuff, it's all conspiracy kind of stuff. I think a week of uh, some understandable chaos in this tragic situation is understandable. Um, but now I think residents should expect and deserve uh, very clear communications from uh, the state and from the county. The reason you should trust us is because this is our home. The reason you should trust us is we're the ones who suffered the loss. That's the reason you should trust us. Ben Gutierrez, Hawaii News Now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Dangerous World Podcast. been a minute. It always feels like lately. Hopefully a lot of you guys out there are, are staying busy and, you know, listening to content that you're enjoying. We're about to get into a crazy time here with the election cycle, and it seems like some weird stuff's already starting to go down. That article that I uh, played, uh, rather, I guess it was a news clip, was from Hawaii News Now, and they're in there telling you they have people that look like locals. I'm not saying that they're not locals, but they do have people that that would appear as locals, darker skin, darker hair, all that stuff, that are part of the government telling you to trust them. Kind of shady, right? Uh, also a little bit um, it's a little interesting the era that we live in with all of these independent journalists and independent podcasts like myself uh, that you know do our very best to just try and get information out there without pushing deliberately pushing disinformation and that's why I wanted to play that right away I'm not coming to you here from a, as a, a, a you know some sort of source of authority 
or an authoritative voice whatsoever. I'm simply sharing some things that I found with you. Don't believe anything I say, right? Um, it, it's 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 weird when you get people out there straight up saying like, "Don't trust people like this show." People like much bigger shows that are actually on the cutting edge of this information. I always find that suspicious, right? Um, we're telling the truth. Why would we lie? We lost things in this whole situation. Um, don't be a conspiracy theorist. They've told us that many times. So I want to expand on some of the stuff that Ghost and I covered on the new show. I always like to call it the new show because, uh, you know, cunt is not very, uh, you know, easy on the on the ears, as they say. But I found some more stuff I wanted to, uh, you know, not expose, but, uh, you know, ask the questions and present some of this information. I've got a couple video clips and some audios that I want to play uh, throughout this whole thing. It's not going to be terribly long, but we'll see where we go. I'm going to also kind of be doing like some research as I'm on the line with you guys here, okay? Because that stuff is, um, you know, whenever I'm sitting down in front of the computer, I'm usually doing other work now. And I figured, you know, I, I have some sources pulled up. I'm going to talk about obviously this fire i'm gonna play some videos from greg reese who i really like he's from Infowars. some people may be you know skeptical about Infowars. i know i am personally i'm skeptical about everybody um but greg reese consistently does really really good stuff over there very level-headed um great presentation i recommend you check his stuff out on band.video he works with uh, alex jones there and I, I just think that they do. He, in particular, does really, really good stuff. So he's got two videos here, one about the fires. Um, and then I'll play one later once I start talking about direct energy weapons because he did a really good piece on that a little while back, too. And they're short videos. Um, the longest one from him is, I think, six minutes. Uh, but it flies by five minutes, excuse me. But it really flies by. The guys, like I said, just got incredible information. Now, when we were doing this work on uh when we were talking about this whole thing on the new show i was citing for the most part one source is dianemarshallreport.com and she wrote a really interesting article called wef global goals for hawaii include smart cities and i went through quite a bit of this so i don't want to uh beat around the bush too much there and I want to get into some of this other stuff. I actually did a little bit more research. I did some digging on what this Diane Marshall report was talking about. Every single bit of it that I have seen so far seems true. Now, the direct energy weapons may be the thing that you don't really get there on, but there is actual proof that these things exist, whether they're lasers. And you got to like how they have this, uh, you know, Hawaiian award winning hip hop artist or whatever he is saying, it wasn't a space laser it wasn't any of this stuff that's the thing that that gets people skeptical is when you start talking about space lasers right but these are provably real uh there's documented proof that uh turkey had used this against china um i think that china was trying to help like lebanon or something and turkey didn't want that happening so they used some of their directed energy weapons to knock this thing out of the sky it doesn't need to come from space they can come from the ground okay so if you're like not a believer in space direct energy weapons and space don't have anything really to do with each other from what i've looked at so let's slow our roll on that just a little bit okay now a couple key people here that i want to mention is josh green who is the governor of hawaii and uh i mean that that name alone is is suspicious right 
Um, we have this this dude uh, who took the place of David Ige, who was another key figure in this, kind of got this whole ball rolling. And, um, I mean, what a, what a great name to have if you're trying to push a green agenda, right, Josh Green? And you actually heard him in that first clip here. He was saying that they're trying, they're working overtime to try and shut down the conspiracy theories and all this stuff. But some of these things are valid questions to ask. Why are some of these really wealthy people that have properties in Hawaii, why is their property untouched, right? And it's in Maui, right? That's That's the big island, if I'm not mistaken. I do not know my uh geography over there but uh you know you've got your eight islands and i'm actually looking this up just to double check right now you got your eight islands and uh the the big island is the one that seems to be in trouble right now right uh maui here and i'm just double checking yeah okay so the big island and then maui is that one right um you know northwest of it then you got lanai uh malakai oahu kaua and nihau um probably butchering some of those names there but yeah so again this is just one of these things where why why are lower income you know places that are like in, in hud housing areas and things like that why are these burning down but you know these multi-millionaires in some cases billionaires properties are going untouched right um there's you know this whole idea too of mark zuckerberg owning waterfalls out there and it's almost like people aren't allowed to look at these waterfalls because mark zuckerberg owns them it's ridiculous and you know it is pretty sad when you start seeing all this stuff and and this makes people ask questions like that's as simple as that now i talked about sidewalk labs and i talked about the whole 15 minute cities thing back in march of this year and it was in episode 365 if you want to go back and listen to that a lot of the stuff that people are talking about now when it comes to 15 minute cities like i said i talked about back in march not trying to say that i'm ahead of the curve here there's people that talked about 15 minute cities before i did and i actually heard about 15 minute cities from a listener of the show diane um i really appreciate you sharing that information with me if you're listening i know she uh, was saying that she has also been very busy but uh yeah it's just it's a wild wild thing and then when you start seeing this stuff come to fruition um and then you start learning about you know hawaii back in 2018 like i had mentioned august of 2018 making plans being the first u.s state run entirely on clean energy and also implementing these 15 minute cities there's a document that was signed into um let's see if i can find it really quickly here a document signed back in 2015 i believe if not it was 2017 you know how these things are worded really weird uh by david ige if i said dan ige i am sorry because dan ige is a uh, ufc fighter and uh, you don't see that name too often but yeah david ige and then douglas chin uh who is the lieutenant governor of uh, the state of hawaii they make this clean energy week from uh let's see in hawaii and ask people of the hawaii state to join us in celebrating clean energy week support common sense solutions that address america's economic and energy needs in the 21st century and implement the cleanest energy blah 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 september 24th to the 28th 2018 is when this was signed is um is clean energy week right that's only four days so i don't know if anyone told them that but yes they are committed over there 
to running clean energy and running um, these 15-minute cities, it would appear. Now, there seems to be some proof that Sidewalk Labs is kind of getting their toes into Hawaii. I don't know for a fact, but it seems to be the case. I know that they're pretty heavily involved with the 15-minute city plans in Toronto, but again, you can see that, uh, that there seems to be a little bit of uh, interest from Hawaii. I want to read this whole article for you. It's not terribly long. This is from the World Economic Forum itself. This is from the horse's mouth here, so to speak, okay? This is what the initial article was referencing that I was talking about on the news show. Now, this came out in, see if we can find the date easily here. They're talking about 2045 a lot. Um, I mean, these solar farms look like shit, man. I don't know why anyone would think that these things look cool. They don't really seem to serve a purpose. I thought it was really sad how these freaking things are frying birds up. That's just horrible. Um, okay, I can't find a date. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Right at the top here. August 20th, 2018. So this was a big year for this whole thing, right? Now, this dates back to 2008 at the earliest, which is interesting. This is when Obama takes office, right? But let's just get into this, and I'll read through this, and then I got some clips I want to play for you here. Um it may have a reputation as an ecological paradise, but Hawaii is also one of America's most fossil fuel-dependent states. This is largely because of its isolated location in the Pacific Ocean. Jet fuel accounts for more than half of all transportation fuel consumption in the state, according to the United States Energy Information Administration, the EIA. The state economy depends heavily on tourism and the military, and such is the demand for military installations and commercial airlines that jet fuel makes up a larger share of total petroleum consumption in hawaii than any other u.s state except for alaska um which makes sense for for both of these cases right obviously hawaii being on a tiny series of islands way out in the middle of the pacific ocean it's kind of weird that it's even a state in the first place i guess 50 sounds better than 49 but then you can also go that route with alaska why the hell is alaska a state there's an entire massive landmass separating alaska from the rest of it now people out in alaska don't take offense that it's just it doesn't make any damn sense to me but i don't know you know that's above my pay grade i guess continuing here to cut the state's greenhouse gas emissions the hawaiian government launched the clean energy initiative in 2008 which pledges to establish new green credentials and aims to use 100 renewable electricity to power the entire state by 2045 okay Having introduced ambitious renewable goals for uh, power generation, Hawaii is now looking at cleaning up ground transportation, a major source of fossil fuel consumption. This is really scary to these people, fossil fuels. And they like to call it fossil fuels to make it seem like it's all rare. It's not, okay? In a significant move, four mayors from across the state have signed an agreement to run Hawaii's public transportation system using only clean energy by 2045 making the announcement aboard a trans uh traditional hawaiian voyaging canoe maui mayor alan arwaki arwaka sorry um said the goals we are setting today are not only desirable but attainable and help send a message that maui country and hawaii are open for innovation to help ensure that greater health uh the greater health rather of our communities and the planet as a whole you gotta like how they do the traditional canoe sailing uh just to make it seem like hey we're not out to get you you know we just want to help 
Now, this is where they pivot to blaming Trump here. Uh, again, this is from World Economic Forum. They really like to make it seem like uh, Trump and the WEF don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. But President Donald Trump decided last year to withdraw the U.S. from the uh Paris Agreement, which is dedicated to keeping global warming temperatures below 2 degrees Celsius and, if possible, under 1.5 degrees Celsius. Now, I'm assuming the global warming difference from year over year, I guess, would be 2 degrees Celsius. Maybe this is, uh, you know, decade. I don't know the time limit. That's just the wording here. Continuing, it says, uh, soon afterwards, Hawaii became the first state to turn the agreement into official policy which led the island's governor, Dan e- I'm sorry, David Ike, to say climate change is real regardless of what others may think. If they have to say this over and over again, that climate change is real, why do they have to continue saying that? Why do so many people doubt it? People like myself. I think that climate does change, but do I think it's man-made? Absolutely not. It's ridiculous that people say this. And then they start using the weather and this weather manipulation, which is provable. If you don't think this is real, you can go and you can see um, who the hell is his name? John Kennedy's freaking vice president. I can't believe it's not coming to me just right off the top of my head. The guy's an evil, evil dude. Uh, Good old Texan man. Um, You got to like when when people can't remember something that I know is just making people punch the air right now uh lyndon b johnson okay you can see lyndon b johnson giving a speech on weather manipulation at a university okay it's this is not conspiracy this is factual stuff uh so potentially what chemtrails are all about and you know the direct energy weapons themselves dude there's proof that this stuff was used in vietnam right the making it rain a shit ton so that you know sugar crops wouldn't work and things like this this is factual stuff what do you think they can do now if they were able to do that in vietnam just because there's crazy people that are out there saying like wild shit about weather manipulation and and chemtrails it doesn't mean that like there's not parts of the story that are real so yes chemtrails absolutely seem to be real and uh weather manipulation is a fact this is not anything that's up for debate realistically now uh continuing here we're almost done hawaii's clean energy credentials this is where they talk about how good they are and how much better they are than everyone else at doing this hawaii's commitment uh to improving the environment is such that it is currently home to more than 60 clean energy projects including nine wind farms 19 hydroelectric facilities and 22 solar power plants how is that a good use of land there doesn't make any sense not much real estate there and you're going to do 22 solar power plants these solar power plants we talked about are the things that are lighting birds on fire in the air 900 degrees that could have something to do with some global warming doesn't it make like doesn't that make more sense than cows farting doesn't it seem like maybe having a a square mileage area where the temperatures are 900 degrees doesn't that seem like that might raise the uh the temperature of the planet if you do several of these maybe i'm crazy here maybe i just don't understand it but it's what it sounds like to me now according to the hawaii state energy office collectively these projects have the capacity to generate around 156 million kilowatt hours of energy per month or energy to power 314,600 hawaiian homes for the next 20 years it says crazy huh the island of uh Kauai which sits northwest of the Hawaiian capital of Honolulu, boasts over 15 of these projects, including a major solar farm created by Tesla and the Kauai Island Utility Cooperative. 
I mean, looking at this thing, it looks disgusting. I would much rather see beautiful green grass and dirt and trees than this shitty-looking solar farm. But, again, uh, apparently, again, the official that looks like he's from born and raised in hawaii uh again dark skin dark dark you know looks like the people of the island this guy endorses this stuff and he's one of you guys out there in hawaii so trust it don't ask any questions about it the project is composed of 54,978 solar panels with 13 megawatts of solar generation capacity and tesla has also installed 272 power pack two battery systems to store the solar energy to use at night so elon musk and tesla are in on this as well even though a lot of people think that they're your friend okay according to tesla the project is expected to reduce fossil fuel use by around 1.6 million gallons per year with the system being turned on in phases so again all of that information coming directly from the world economic forum okay um so we got that and that is uh you know truly interesting stuff I don't know if I mentioned to you guys too. I wanted to talk about this Lionsgate thing, this Lionsgate portal. It's it's truly an interesting thing. So you have this idea um, of, of you know astronomy and all this shit, or maybe it's astrology. I always get the two confused. But this stuff is not so so fringe anymore. And we know that you know there's that old saying from I think it was J.P. Morgan that millionaires don't care about astrology, but billionaires do these people are billionaires these people are very powerful individuals and they believe in this kind of magic of the stars and all these things i don't know how real it is uh there's some people that i respect that seem to sure believe in it there's some people that i cannot stand that seem to believe in it so i'm kind of torn um but you know if the the rich and powerful believe in it there's probably something to it it doesn't mean that it's good to use doesn't mean that it's bad to use there's something to it now this comes from parade magazine this is a mainstream source talking about this woo wooey shit which is very interesting to me now parade magazine i'm going to quote you here uh on august 8th 2023 the day the fire started the lion's gate portal will reach its full power bringing the stars together in a cosmic alignment ripe with magic and manifestation this year's annual portal opening is very special because it'll um It'll be occurring during a dramatic Venus retrograde, making it an extra powerful time for vision setting, intentions, and manifestation. During the Lionsgate portal, you're being asked to look beyond your current reality. Whatever you're looking, if yeah, whatever you're looking for doesn't exist on this planet plane of existence, but that doesn't mean it's unreachable. Now is your chance to harness the transformative energy of the stars. So with that that is nuts that this happens to start this same day what you're looking for doesn't exist on this plane of existence right now right we're not fully sustainable energy wise uh maybe we are but not the way that they want it to be um these 15 minute cities aren't a thing yet but set your intentions make things happen we talked about the whole idea of lighting a candle and then you know putting the intentions out there who's to say that and this may sound crazy to some people but i i you know when you when you know about the lucius trust you know about some of this weird magic focused shit that they talk about and a lot of this really weird it seems like satanic you know satan worshiping dark worshiping of some kind i don't know exactly how to phrase it but it seems like these people actually legitimately do believe in good and bad and they lean towards bad they think that what's good in our minds 
is bad. You know, if you're a believer in God um, and you do not like the idea of the devil, you know, obviously you have to believe in the devil if you believe in God. But if you if you don't follow that darkness, right, they say that the darkness is actually the light. The whole idea of Satan being the light bearer and all this shit talked about all this stuff in the uh, in the United Nations Lucius Trust episodes in great detail. I mean, I've, I've been on multiple other podcasts talking about that too. They believe in this stuff. So who's not to say there wasn't a group of these rich, powerful people and these magicians that really do know how to harness this very well as these direct energy weapons are being used, if they were used, or if something lit this on fire. You're talking about lighting a fire and putting your intentions out there on this day. Well, shit, that happened massively. There was a big fucking candle lit out there, right? And I don't mean to laugh about it, but it's just, it, it's ironic as hell that these are the methods of, of, you know, participating or invoking something or manifesting something during this Lionsgate portal ritual here. Now, the last thing I wanted to say about this is it goes on uh, for a little while and ends with this weird kind of statement that stood out to me. It says, big changes come from big emotions, Big changes come from big emotions. That's a strange thing to say right there, too. Now, I agree as a fact that, you know, they want to harness the power of what seems like some chaos magic here. This is chaotic. And if they are evoking, I should say, using magic here, um, this would be chaos magic to a T, right? Uh, throwing a wrench in things, making things, burning things down to rebuild. People forget when they want to build back better building something back means that it was destroyed in the first place so if they're using this chaos magic to push this energy through and 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 harness this energy to get their 15 minute cities going and their their clean energy and all this stuff they use chaotic events like this that maybe they do or don't start themselves but never let a good crisis go to waste right they did this with 9-11 they did this with covid they do this with all kinds of big events and it is a fact that when people are scared they look to authority and they don't think rationally it's a very well-known thing so i absolutely do believe that there's something to this here um let me see if i can pull up pretty quickly here the first greg reese article that i want to talk about before i get into this uh direct energy weapon stuff because again this is uh not the most organized episode but i just feel like this information is interesting and it is definitely something that i think is uh worth looking into here now let's see did i send this to the wrong person i hope not who did i send this to (laughs) send this to someone from my work they're like why are you looking into uh direct energy weapons shouldn't you be working yeah this is important okay let's see bear with me here guys bear with me i'm gonna be so pissed if i send this to someone that i shouldn't have and you're just gonna hear it right now you're gonna hear it right now uh oh okay i just sent it to my other email you can see how organized i am here now while i'm uh pulling this up here too Another thing that I should mention before we move too far off of the actual uh, fires and and how maybe we got to this point in the first place, you know, President Trump, back when he was in in office, he took the United States out of the the climate change accord, whatever the thing was, right? Um, Now, again, from the World Economic Forum itself, they say this, because this is interesting wording here. They say, even though President Trump took office... um, 
Even though when President Trump took office and removed the United States from climate change, rights to a child, free trade agreements, and other WEF goals and mandates, which were destructive and restrictive to individual rights, there was a constitutional loophole. Basically, the constitutional loophole is that each state was able to decide if they wanted to continue taking part in the World Economic Forum plans or not. Liberal hellholes like California, traditionally Hawaii is a beautiful place, kind of looks like a liberal hellhole right now. A lot of these places continued following without us even knowing. So just because Trump did this whole thing, um, there was the constitutional loophole of, yeah, fuck you, Trump, we're going to do what we want. Again, this is meant to look like these two are kind of warring, Uh, the left and the right we kind of know that that's not the case here though it may have a reputation as being an ecological paradise but hawaii is one of the america's most fossil fuel dependent states they say that over and over again it looks beautiful on the outside but there's a darkness there in hawaii right really really strange uh to continue pounding that information into people's heads now let's play this uh this pretty cool little clip here um, again, Greg Reese does incredible work, dude. Uh, anyone should should check out Greg Reese uh, on band.video. It is, it, I always just go to InfoWars, um, and then on my phone, they have the little hamburger menu at the top left, and you go and uh, hamburger menu is a little, little lingo. I've been working a little bit in the tech world, okay? Um, it's uh, the three lines, right? So, Go and click on that, scroll down, find band.video, and you can see Greg Reese. He's one of the top contributors on there. Brilliant stuff, but here's his work on Hawaii, and uh, here we go. Survivors of the Maui fire say that they received no warning and that the flames appeared so quickly that escape was difficult. Everything was suddenly in flames, and many found refuge in the ocean for hours, while their homes burned to the ground, and into the same powdery ash footprint we've seen in recent years. So far, it is estimated that nearly a thousand people have died. Locals are worried this includes hundreds of children who were home due to school being canceled that day. Several people are reporting that the government is not only doing little to help, but they are blocking local efforts to do so and are not allowing local donations through and that they are blocking life-saving medicine because it isn't federally approved. Denying people access to bring in supplies, just supplies for people to live. The government withholding every single one of our donations because we are not a part of FEMA and Red Cross. So none of this is eligible for giving out. Tell me why. I have no freaking clue. The people of Maui are on their own for now. And aside from the federal government's bureaucratic failure, they have good reason to be suspicious. Just like what we saw five years ago in Paradise, California, there was nothing normal about these fires. Within a day of burning, it was like a bomb went off. When you see the full the full extent of the destruction of the lineup, it will shock you. It does appear like a bomb and fire went off, if I may. And all of those buildings virtually are going to have to be rebuilt. It will be a new Lahaina. Local residents have been reporting bright flashes of light. One was captured by a home security camera that appears to have been the start of the Olinda fire. Many people are saying that it was directed energy weapons. 
We know that most major governments already have them. And during the California fires, online weather maps recorded what looks like a laser from above, striking an area just before it bursts into flames. In his research, Dennis Mills discovered that the incendiary aluminum and barium nanodust from chemtrails is most likely fueling the ferocity of today's so-called super wildfires. And on the day before the Maui fires broke out, locals were reporting a heavy overcast from chemtrailing that they'd never seen before. It's also interesting to note that the Maui police chief was the incident commander for the Las Vegas mass shooting in 2017. La Haina is considered to be a historic and sacred land. It was the capital of the Kingdom of Hawaii before it was taken by the United States. It's been occupied by native Hawaiians ever since, who are defiantly opposed to the mainland outsiders who have been buying up land with no respect for local culture. Not just BlackRock and Vanguard, but billionaires like Mark Zuckerberg, who owns more land on Kauai than what the government of Kauai owns. And Oprah Winfrey, who has bought over a thousand acres of land in Hawaii, including a new 870 acres in Maui she just bought this spring. In 2018, the Paradise Wildfires broke out exactly where the United Nations have plans to somehow make off-limits to humans. And that same year, a report on wildfire prevention was published that was focused on the exact same areas in Maui where the fires just broke out. All the historic downtown, all of it is demolished and all the, the houses gone. But those commercial big box stores are still there. Hawaii Governor Josh Green has been putting the World Economic Forum's Great Reset Agenda ahead of Hawaiian interests. Just weeks before the fire, he unveiled an emergency proclamation on housing that eliminates the traditional land use commission, allowing the government more leeway to build as they see fit, such as building 15-minute smart cities run by artificial intelligence, just like they've been planning to do in Hawaii for years. At some point, I will make a major donation after all of the smoke and ashes have settled here and we figure out what the rebuilding is going to look like. This is going to be a a long and difficult process. You're going to see a lot of Phoenix stories rising from the ashes here. That's Oprah there. This is Greg Reese. Yeah, so a lot there. Um, I'm glad, you know, again, the guy gets so much information out in such a short and efficient video like that. Um, That's what a little editing will do, I'm told. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.
old, but uh, you know, we don't got time for that here. Wild, wild thing that John Pelletier, right? This is something that Matt brought up on The Great Deception when we were doing his Monday Night Master Debaters. You know, I was looking into that. I didn't even freaking see that. You know, that this, this, uh, and this is a funny article from USA Today. No stranger to tragedy, Maui Police Chief John Pelletier, uh, P E L L E T I E R. Look into this guy. I'm sure that there's a lot more weird shit there. Lead response to the 2017 Vegas massacre. We're going to do a little bit of research on this guy right now. Okay. We're going to see if we can find something. Um, if I can get a, my computer to even remotely cooperate with me here, and it won't. That's cool. Going to just have to go ahead and backspace instead of doing the simple, all right, fuck you then. I mean, see, this is weird. I've been having some really strange, um, you know, kind of pain in the ass things going on with my computer. And like, I wasn't able to upload anything for a while. And I have to actually still do it from my phone. But yeah, pretty shitty that it's doing that. So you get a lot of articles based off this guy. I do find it interesting too. He lives in a desert and then, uh, you know, potentially maybe gets a little cash after, uh, you know, going through the whole 2017 Vegas shooting properly. Gets a little money, gets to go out to Hawaii and run for, you know, politics out there. Kind of weird, right? Kind of a strange situation. Uh, it's pretty expensive to live in Hawaii. I do want to, I'm just going to have to go to Wikipedia and look for this guy because I wanted to get just a simple bio. And of course, it's like just flooded with all kinds of damn articles of how great this guy is. Okay. So this is not the proper Pelletier that comes up first. There is a French philosopher. This is not him. John B. Pelletier is the full name. It appears to be. Maybe not. Wow, he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. This is a separate one. This is a guy from Canada. Okay, so that's weird. Usually anybody that's like half-ass, you know, high profile or whatever has some kind of Wikipedia page. He does not. I'd like to know where he went to school. Um, you know, all this kind of information. But yeah, he's a 22-year veteran of the Las Vegas Police Department. Moves to Maui. Becomes chief there, apparently. Um, Pelletier was named chief of the Maui Police Department in 2021 after more than two decades working with the Las Vegas police. On October 1st, 2017, Pelletier was... Uh, the incident commander covering the strip when a gunman unleashed a hail of bullets on a country music festival killing 58 people and injuring hundreds more i don't know man i don't know i mean how many massive crises are you gonna have to uh have to you know lead here i don't know Uh, obviously there's no proof but what a hell of a coincidence right so I don't know. He kind of looks like uh, he gives me like CIA vibes too, kind of like a uh, Blackwater. Like this guy wouldn't wouldn't be opposed to putting a bag over somebody's head and beating them with a club. You know, I'm not saying he does. He just kind of looks like that. Now let's continue going down this whole direct energy weapon rabbit hole. I got another clip from Reese because uh, again, I, I really do like this dude's work. I can't stress it enough to you. Guy does incredible stuff, and this was on direct energy weapons. It is, um, this is one of those topics that a lot of people don't really follow, and I get it. It sounds crazy, 
but there is like the whole operation star wars and there's all these things that you can date back to i believe the reagan administration and there sure seems to be something there so let's get into this direct energy weapon video and i want to see what you think here again this is provable stuff this is not you know crazy conspiracy theory stuff this is real shit so here it is let's see if we don't get an ad hopefully peaceful arena into a war fighting domain they have weaponized space through killer satellites directed energy weapons and more in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away that's a pentagon official saying that directed energy weapons also known as dues are weapons that deploy a highly focused energy beam including lasers microwaves and particle beams after decades of research in the United States, defense contractors announced back in 2015 that these systems are expected to come online by 2020 and are currently announcing that they are ready to deploy in the field. Russia, China, India, and the UK are developing directed energy weapons as well. And Iran has had them in use since at least 2013. In 2019, Turkey was the first to officially deploy this technology in combat when they claimed to have shot down a Chinese-made drone supplied to the Libyan National Army. On September 16th, Defense Secretary Mark Esper announced that China and Russia have already weaponized satellites with directed energy weapons. Meanwhile, in space, Moscow and Beijing have turned a once peaceful arena into a warfighting domain. They have weaponized space through killer satellites, directed energy weapons, and more in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away at our military advantage. And for the past few years, many have wondered if these advanced weapon systems have anything to do with the unprecedented fires we have seen in the past few years. Laser-based weapons are able to destroy the target with external heat. And microwave weapons are designed to penetrate the target through external antennas and sensors and ignite the internal electronics, destroying them from the inside out. This could explain how thousands of homes have rapidly burned into their own footprint while the trees surrounding them survive. And it could explain the several cars we have seen utterly destroyed with temperatures hot enough to liquefy glass and metal. Michael Janich, host of the YouTube Dutch Sense channel, has been researching the Earth's seismic activity for the past 10 years. During the past few weeks, he has discovered satellite imagery that show an equal distance spread of fires, all starting within the same four hours. Four hours? We've got ourselves an equal distance spread of fires here, 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 here. This guy's got a cool channel, too. So, what could cause an equal distance? Dutch sense. Well, only two things, Mother Nature or man, right? There's no storm in the area. You can't blame a storm. So, what could cause equal distance spaced fires to spread out across... What do you think that is? One third of Idaho? And he also discovered what looks to be a beam of light that can be seen in the infrared spectrum like a microwave on september 8th a beam of light can be seen directed to the dolan fire of california the beam appears to excite the heat signature of the fire as it is held on target for over two hours right before dawn watch that this is yesterday going into this morning 
This is in California, the beam coming from space up above Oregon, or somewhere in between this and Oregon. And as it's going through, see how it excites? As the beam is spreading, look how it excites. It's no doubt about it. And the beam spreads first. Look, beam spreads first. It goes from a tiny, little, tight beam to a wide beam. Then the fire spreads to a wide fire. The next day, a beam of light is seen directed at and exciting the heat signature of the Holiday Farm Fire in Oregon for over an hour. Here, here it is now, and it's two of them. And it's only going to one fire, a different fire. And it's moving. Okay, it's moving. There's clouds going through it, which rules out it being an artifact. The clouds are passing through and interfering with the beam. Meanwhile, in space, Moscow and Beijing have turned a once peaceful arena into a warfighting domain. They have weaponized space through killer satellites, directed energy weapons, and more in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away at our military advantage. The timing of this public admission is interesting. These weapons of the future are now officially being deployed. Are we currently being attacked with directed energy weapons? And if so, by who? Hmm. Yeah, so, um, again, yeah, I, I want to make that very clear, if I haven't already. Check out Greg Reese's work, <laughs> okay? Uh, good stuff. I'm not trying to suck his dick too hard, but he does really, really fun uh, fun short videos like that that you can even watch while you're you're taking a dump or whatever. Now, they mentioned something here that I did want to talk about. Um, this whole thing with, with China. I mean, China is supposedly doing a really good job with their green energy. I find that hard to believe, right? But there seems to be the narrative out there that China is beating us, the United States, in um, you know getting to these you know renewable energy goals and whatnot. Which you know I I couldn't care less about being renewable energy. I think that using what we call fossil fuels is just fine. Um, I think it's kind of there to be used. That's just me personally. But yeah, this narrative that China is ahead of ahead of the schedule with their I mean, this is the new version of the space race, right? Um, which is an, what, what, potentially another just completely fraudulent Cold War type scenario. Um, maybe we need to, over here in the U.S., we really need to like ramp up the speed of, you know, in which we're going to start doing our our green energy bullshit. But I've, I, I wanted to also end off with this whole thing that FEMA's doing which seems strange. Um, there's the the idea out there that if you're signing these FEMA documents, you're signing over the rights to your homes. I don't know how legit that could possibly be, but that's a scary concept because on FEMA.gov, it says more than 4,400 survivors have registered for federal assistance and may be eligible for immediate resources such as hotel rooms or financial assistance. Um, survivors who have not yet registered can do so 24 hours a day by calling this number that they give you. Um, yeah, I mean, who was it that said the scariest words that you can hear from the government are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help, right? No one likes to hear that. They don't really do a good job at helping ever. And FEMA, you know, stepping in to do this, they're not allowing anyone outside of FEMA or the Red Cross 
to assist in any way. Meanwhile, every single celebrity, all kinds of different organizations, including my UFC that I enjoy, right? Um, they're they're you know doing this whole thing about donating to Hawaii and raising money and all this stuff. The the whole narrative is don't send people to help. We don't need your help. We need money. Where's that money going? What is it being used to do? Oprah herself even said she's not going to donate until she knows what's going on, right? Which is savvy, but also strange to hear from someone that, I mean, a thousand of us could donate, you know, $100 and she could donate, you know, 20 times that in an instant if she really cared about this stuff. But that's the thing. They want the middle class and the lower class to, to fork over as much money as they possibly can. And they're not, they're not even really telling us where this is going. They're saying it's going to, to rebuild Hawaii, right? Prove it. I mean, like, wh- where's all this going? Why can't people send in supplies? They don't even want you to send supplies. They want you to send money. That's it. So that's a strange thing. I've never heard anything like that before. The volunteer stuff, they're like, no, we don't need any volunteers. Just cash. That's it. I don't like that. That's always a, a scary sign. Now, this is a, a, a real slap in the face to Hawaiians, too, especially after you see all the bullshit going on with Ukraine, which seems to be kind of fading off a little bit, right? There's still massive amounts of money going to them, by the way. But, you know, when's the last time you've really heard about Ukraine? Um, you get $700 from the government if you register with FEMA. You get $700. What the fuck is $700 going to do for anyone? Now, this is immediate payment, right? So you just basically get sent $700 as soon as you register with FEMA. That isn't going to cover anything. Now, yes, they'll give you a hotel room. Hopefully, it's not on Hawaii still um, in the in the burning area. But yeah, there's a whole list of shit that you get from FEMA if you register this is the the release number is um if anyone wants to find it hq-23-142 uh this was released on august 16th just yesterday um of this year but um yeah i'll I'll read through a little bit of this here because it is strange fema is one of these scary organizations man so it says fema administrator deanne chriswell We'll provide Hawaii response updates with the White House press briefing today as uh, first responders and search and rescue teams continue working in the devastated areas of Maui. To date, FEMA has approved more than $2.3 million in assistance. Oh, my God. $2.3 million in assistance to 1,331. You get your 33 in there, by the way. Uh, households including more than 700 and 98,000 in initial rental assistance additional no initial rental assistance to help survivors jumpstart their recovery so 1,331 households get to split an immediate sum of less than one million dollars just over three quarters of a million dollars if I'm understanding this right and Ukraine gets a hundred billion dollars or whatever the fuck they've gotten at this point I mean I know that this is like uh, you know a a, a point that kind of it's pounded home a lot, but seeing the numbers there, 1,331 households getting a total of $2.3 million. Houses in Hawaii are expensive as fuck, by the way. Getting $2.3 million with the initial rental assistance of under a million dollars. That's awful. So what that sounds like is it's about $2.9 to $3 million that people are getting. 
That's insane. Uh, you would assume that each house has, if if we're talking about this assistance to uh, you know just over a thousand homes, you're talking about four forty four hundred survivors. I mean, that's about you know three point five per house on average, right? It goes back to that whole old school idea of like, you know, having the 2.5 kids. It's like, who's having a half a kid? That's the average, right? Um, I'm trying to see if anything else jumps off here. FEMA's working closely with state, country, and federal partners to aid. Oh, I'm sorry. State, county, and federal partners to aid active response efforts and to help survivors jumpstart their recovery. More than 190 search and rescue teams um and members of those teams and 420 fema personnel are deployed to assist hawaii residents uh in their greatest time of need including 98 disaster survivor assistance staff to help survivors register for assistance um yeah man this is rough this is really sad to read this because okay and here here we go with some more stuff the u.s small business administration which the Small Business Administration does not want to actually help people because they can't do the, the um, what do you call it, the, the damn 15-minute cities and the smart cities with any small businesses around. Smart, city, uh, smart cities aren't going to play ball with, with small business and vice versa, but the U.S. Small Business Administration has more than 30 staff on the ground. 30 people, holy shit. Uh, 30 people on the ground in Hawaii and is phasing in more staff. Wow, maybe they'll get up to 40 soon. Uh, survivors and businesses who register for FEMA assistance will also be eligible for low-interest disaster loans. If we're following the, the, the theory here, the conspiracy theory, I will say that, for following this conspiracy theory of the people that are signing up with FEMA to to get their you know assistance or whatever, these people the theory is again this is not my theory this is that theory that's going around these people signing up are going to get their homes taken from them and their land taken from them this fits right in with that too if you're signing up your small business for aid and your small business gets taken make more room for target and walmart and things like this that's a scary idea too and small businesses would obviously need help during these times uh, continuing this with this to be considered for all forms of disaster assistance survivors must contact fema first now information and details on the location of future business recovery centers is available by calling sba customer service center at this 800 number now let's see what these other organizations are doing here too. american red cross and maui county continue to uh so obviously this is the Red Cross continue to staff and support eight shelters where food, water, hygiene kits, and other essential resources are provided to survivors who are unable to return home. FEMA survivor assistance specialists are located at shelters, helping people register for federal assistance. Those affected by the fires may visit a Red Cross shelter to get a hot meal, charge their phone and access other essential support. I know that Tesla uh, with Starlink is providing internet there as well uh let's see what other businesses there are involved here voluntary organizations active in disasters or voads apparently this is some other federal program these people are providing emergency assistance to survivors those seeking to donate to the recovery efforts can do so by visiting this hawaii okay so this is a deep state uh approved donation center hawaii state voad is uh is approved by the world economic forum and uh 
Wow. Do not self-deploy, it says. Maui and Hawaii co-wildfires. The mission of the Hawaii VOAD is to facilitate the provision of comprehensive services to the people of Hawaii, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, so it's basically saying don't come out here, don't self-deploy, just send money. That's all we need is money, money, money. Crazy. Um, Yeah, man, pretty interesting stuff. So... Um, that's another one. And then also the last one, there's two more. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, uh, is providing a 90-day moratorium on foreclosures of federal housing. 90 days? I mean, doesn't all this sound really low? So if you can't get your shit paid off in 90 days, it sounds like you're fucked. If I'm understanding that correctly. Someone correct me if I'm wrong on that. I don't really know all the, the terminology on all this stuff but a 90-day moratorium on foreclosures and federal housing administration insured mortgages and home equity conversion mortgages homeowners affected by the disaster should contact their mortgage or loan servicer immediately i'd be very interested in learning what these different uh you know mortgage lenders and all these things are doing with this if they're giving 90 days i mean think about it most people don't have enough money for any kind of disaster they're four hundred dollars away from going bankrupt i think it was the great and smart and and just brilliant all-around person kamala harris that said that i think that that's i mean this is going to cost much more than four hundred dollars and people aren't going to be able to pay any of their shit within 90 days you know despite the 700 whopping dollars the biden administration is sending each one of them horrible so yeah that's that's sad stuff and the last one here is the uh environmental protection agency the epa or the uh, also the the u.s army corps of engineers is starting the process of debris collection and planning for removal um hopefully they don't burn it because uh it's not going to go so well over there not very green of them if they do that horrible stuff man i mean why the lack of help of actual help uh, there's some very, you know, sad pictures, sad videos of dead people, dead animals, all kinds of stuff. Um, approves Hawaii disaster. Okay, what is this? President Joseph R. Biden Jr. approves Hawaii disaster declaration. Okay, so it is actually a disaster. Well, that's good. At least he was able to get that done. <laughs> it's crazy that that's like the case when... <laughs> uh don't get me started there but yeah fema programs offer immediate funds ah man it's just crazy hawaii is not the only state seeking federal buyouts of course not you also see something going on in canada right now if i'm not mistaken there was a fire that just broke out today the 17th of august so i hope that this isn't gonna be the thing right where like the country starts burning down literally um right before this election cycle we always know that things kind of get a little crazy in these election cycles but hopefully this isn't fucking it like well let me say this hopefully this is it when it comes to the fires but hopefully this isn't the plan right it seems to be and this is my opinion i can't stress that enough okay people out there that might be listening it seems like something's up here it sure seems like something's up here there was that book that was released that chronicled the whole event going on from 811 i'm sorry 88 to 811 and this was released on the 10th on 810 
how does that go right how the hell does this guy dr miles stones he's got some stones releasing this book how does dr miles stones know how things play out after the 10th when this book was released how did he go through the process of getting the whole book written i actually believe that this was ai that wrote the book and maybe he plugged it into uh uh oh i thought he was just giving the book out of course not it's 12.99 for a paperback 6.99 to buy it uh yeah fire and fury this book's called by miles stones just crazy man fire and free the story of maui of the maui fire and its implications for climate change of course how are you going to leave out climate change there climate started the fire how does a fire start in this situation with a hurricane right i mean i I just don't get it guys i don't get the whole thing like when's the last time hawaii was on fire how does it happen how does it get so out of control oh and I should not forget to mention this either. That, and let me see if I can if I can find this before we wrap here. There was a lady. Yes, okay. So according to accounts of, and this is from Infowars, by the way. I always like to cite the uh, sources. According to accounts of four people with knowledge of the situation, M. Kaleo Manuel a native hawaiian cultural practitioner and dlnr's deputy director for water resource management initially refused west maui land co's request for additional water to help prevent fires from spreading to properties managed by the company manual eventually released the water but not until after the fire had run its course so they wait until the fire's done the destruction that they needed to and then this piece of shit, M. Kaleo Manual, allows this, this water to go out. They said that it was like sacred water or some shit, right? That's what's sketchy about places like this when you can just say like, oh, no, it's sacred. That's, that belongs to the natives. It's fucking water. I think that the natives would be okay with allowing the water to put out the fire so that all their shit doesn't burn down. A recent interview with M.K. Leo Manuel offers some interesting and disturbing insight. Manuel waxes philosophical on water equity. Another stupid fucking idea. Obviously, everyone deserves water, but who are the people that are taking it away from us in the first place? Waxes poetically on water equity and an ancient reverence of water as godlike. Get the fuck out of here. He uses these beliefs to support his rationale for keeping tight controls over Hawaiian water supplies, not as resource to be used, but as holistic privilege offered by the government. That is awful. I want to see. Can we find an interview? Let's see. Maybe this is him. Meet MK Leo Manuel, the official who refused to release water in Maui, contributing to up to 106 deaths. I heard it's way more than that. A Hawaii studies major, Kaleo prefers the traditional holistic one water approach where water is not revered, revered, not used. Water requires true conversations about equity. Wow. Okay, let's hear this dipshit. The commission is responsible per, per our authorizing statute to protect and manage all water resources in the state. One water is like taking it and looking at it from a holistic system perspective. And that's not... Dif- any different than how Hawaiians traditionally manage water. You know, in, in essence, we treated, a, a Native Hawaiians treated water as one of the earthly manifestations of a god and a kua, kane. And so that reverence um, 
for a resource and that reciprocity in relationship was was something that was really really important to our worldview and and well-being right and living in an island in isolated from other you know civilizations um and so i think where it shifted to today or over time is that we've become used to looking at water as like something which we use and not necessarily something w- that we revere as that thing that gives us life, right? I mean, to me, it's a shift in value set. Um, and, you know, if we can start to really look at how we as humans in an island um, can reconnect to that traditional value set. So really my motto is always like, let water connect us and not divide us. Like we, we can share it, but it requires true conversations about equity. Mm. What a fucking liberal douchebag, dude. I mean, that's insane that this guy is saying, like, you know, the water is so sacred that we can't use it to put out fires that are burning all of our shit. That's nuts. I didn't think that, like, I mean, and this guy really is serious about this, too. Um, Yeah, you can find more on this guy, I'm sure. Uh, Let me see really quick. MK Leo. And he's not popping up. MK Leo Man Well He doesn't pop up Man UL Make sure I'm spelling him right Wow dude He doesn't pop up Okay well at least he's facing some scrutiny On Newsweek At least Yeah a, a Newsweek is saying this um, Department of Land Excuse me, Department of Land and Natural Resources is talking about this dickhead. So, yeah, I mean, this guy, people need to expose this guy talking about this water equity. Like, we can't use it. He looks like such a pussy, too. It's like this fat loser. It looks like he got his hairline uh, fixed. Fucking bitch. I hate people like this, man. Really can't stand people like this. Um, and he's just sitting there smiling, talking about this water equity. Water should unite us all instead of dividing. It's it's annoying. I hate that stuff. But so, yeah, guys, there's a lot of stuff here. There's a lot of really, really strange situations going on. I'm not definitively saying anything. The one thing that I will definitively say is that this manual, MK Leo manual, he needs to be fired. He needs to be exposed. And, and people need to look into what his role in this whole thing was. That's awful to say that no we can't use this water for what it needs to be used for we water is there to be used you don't have to worship water you fucking weirdo just use the damn water like it's supposed to be used put fires out if it's going to burn your land drink it when you need it what are you supposed to do just stare at it and like worship it that's weird as shit so get this guy out of here somebody needs to arrest this guy um but yeah guys that's all i got on this for right now i'm sure that more will come of this again don't trust anything i'm saying here go look at you know look at yourself uh don't i would i would say you know anything that authoritative voices are saying be skeptical check into it yourselves you guys are good at that um you know listening to my show some people have called me out in the past for things that i mostly mispronounce but also um you know things that i've gotten wrong and things like that that's healthy that's how it should be when you have people like that guy that i played in the beginning saying you should trust us because we live here that is shady as shit i understand maybe you lost something but there's also a price for everything 
I'm not gonna. People could burn my fucking house down for a certain amount of money. You know what I mean? Uh, you're not taking my dogs. You're not hurting my dogs or any of my sentimental property. But uh, you know, you can always get new things. You can always get a new house. And people like this have a have a very high price tag. But the people that are bribing them have deep, deep pockets. So this is very doable. This isn't crazy to think this. So you know, keep keep wondering about what's going on. Don't just blindly trust anybody. And uh, with that said, guys, thank you for listening to this. This was a fun one. Uh, dark topic, but you know, I like doing these every once in a while where I just kind of get on, look online and, and see what I can find. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, more stuff coming throughout the week. The uh, big UFC event is, is going on. I think you got at least one Hawaiian fighter fighting on that as well which will be interesting to see what kind of uh speech he gives he's favored heavily to win against an older fighter um so I, you know I, I'm, I'm interested to see what he says there brad tavares um so we'll see what happens there but thank you guys for listening um thoughts and prayers go out to hawaii they're not getting any of my money because it seems like it's going somewhere different um with that said i wouldn't say that you shouldn't donate you should follow what your heart tells you to do I don't trust these people that are handling this situation. And if you're going to say that you can't give water out to the fire, what are we going to put the fire out with? Are we going to manifest the fire to go away or some shit? I mean, it's frustrating, man. So sorry to the people out there. It's, it's tragic. And I hope that, uh, I hope that we get some like legit answers and, and these people will be, if, if this was man-made like, dude, I, I am interested to see since it is under federal investigation they're looking into who caused this fire i will be mind blown if they have the balls to say that this was climate change this was a natural disaster that will be interesting i still don't understand how a hurricane causes a fire on an island maybe i missed something but i want to hear the story here i want to get down to the bottom of this not just me but i want like all of us to understand what's going on so I like looking into this stuff. I like looking into what is uh, what is potentially going on here. But again, guys, thank you and take care. Enjoy the weekend. It's coming right up and we'll talk soon.